Baruch Abba, welcome everyone. Bez Hashem, continue with Pelo Yoitz, Ois Aleph, Shia number 69, discussing Achila Ushtia, eating and drinking. How to eat properly, how to drink properly. And we started, we had mentioned that we are going to discuss Natilas Yadayim, washing your hands. Viasa Devarim Kedas Chalacha. The first piece he discusses here is about washing your hands properly. And I want to suggest we test it out ourselves. Let's see if we are washing our hands properly. Go to the sink. I mean, a real test is take your hands, and I'm not suggesting this, put your hands in flour. Then wash your hands and see how much of the flour came off. If your hands still have flour on them, that means you did not wash your hands properly. But you don't have to go so far. Just test it out. Wash your hands like you do. Don't make a bracha this time. And you'll notice many times when people take the water, they pour it quickly on the right hand, on the left hand, and the bottom part of the hand is totally dry. The back part of the hand is totally dry if they're throwing the water in the front. Or the front is totally dry to throw in the water in the back because you have to throw, place the water, pour the water slowly, <coughs> excuse me, while you're turning your hands. This is step number one. The adai in the hands represent action, accomplishment, doing the mitzvahs of Hashem. There's an atilas yadayim. You wash your hands before you eat bread. You wash your hands before we daven. And it represents the action of the mitzvahs that we do. It's always nice to add, if you tell people, by the way, that it's a school for Parnassah. That if you wash your hands properly, you can become wealthy. It's a good thing to add that, right? But it's not me making this up. Then I, I, would, I, not, I would not be entitled to do so. The Mishtaru says this. And he brings this down from generations before him. That if you wash your hands properly, it's a school for Parnassah. Just like if you bench properly, it's a school for Parnassah as well. And the Mishra says, and if one sees that they're washing their hands properly, and they're still not winning the lottery, hitting the jackpot, that means there are other Averus that are in their doing, which, are, which is preventing the money from coming to them. This is one of the things the Mishra brings down. Sometimes when people hear that, it's more of an impetus to wash their hands better. Next piece, he says, A person should have a little fear. He doesn't say little, he says fear. Some trepidation. When you come to make a bracha. You come to make a bracha. Hashem gave you the food. Hashem prepared the food for you. I mean, just think of the fruit we have, which we generally take for granted. You take a watermelon, it's this big bowling ball, you cut it open, it's color-coordinated. The, the red is telling you, you can eat me. The white says, that's not good for your stomach. Don't eat that part. Eat the red and don't eat the white. The banana, when it's green, you try to open it, it's not going to work too well. 
Because the banana, Hashem is telling you through the banana's color, I'm not ripe yet. I'm not edible for you. I'm not good for you right now. I won't be good for you if you eat me now. Turns a nice bright yellow. Look at that. It opens up very easily. And so on and so forth. And this is what the, this is what the Peleoites is telling us. We should have some fear, some trepidation when we come to make a bracha to Hashem. He prepared our food and other pleasures for us here in this world. And how careful we have to be to make sure we say all the words properly, clearly, articulately. When a person mentions Hashem's name, the words of the Peleites over here, that all of his bones of his body should be shivering. He's saying HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name. Baruch Ato Hashem. Eloikeinu. The king Melech. Ha'olam of the world. And the word Ha'olam doesn't just mean the world, but it means the Shairish is Helam, hidden. Hashem is the king and we don't see him in the world. But we do if we want to. Look at that banana and make the bracha with appreciation where everything is coming from. This is how we should make a bracha, he says. Not just, you know, they, they, they have cars that go 0 to 60 in, I don't know how many seconds. They have brachas that can be made also in 0 to 60 in just a few seconds also. It's not a rush. It's not, it's come, say the bracha and realize every bracha you say you have an appreciation, there's an opportunity to come closer to Hashem. And Hashem says, come close, I want to hug you. I want to kiss you. I want to be with you. When you make that bracha with proper kavana, with proper focus and concentration, you're coming close to HaKadosh Baruch And what happens if a person is not careful? And he just rushes through that bracha. He is ridiculing the opposite of covet, the opposite of honoring Hashem. He is being megadef Hashem. He is desecrating, belittling, making making nothing of the bracha. That's what he's doing when he's megadef as Hashem. Everything goes after the kavana, the focus, the concentration. And that's why when the person takes an apple, takes an orange, and he has it in his hand, if he's a righty, he looks at it and looks at it, the, bro- uh, the food he's about to make a bracha on. And let me tell you something, by the way. If your phone starts ringing in the middle of the bracha, they could wait. They could wait. We have this impulse. Oh, the phone rings. <laughs> Gotta get that phone that first. In the middle of the bracha. It happens sometimes. The phone's ringing. And in the middle of the bracha.
And therefore, to be very careful with the brachas, especially with berachas anenin, with the brachas that you get hanah pleasure from, even more so when it comes to benching. Now he's talking about benching. Why? Benching is daraisa. It's the only bracha unequivocally, no question, that is a hundred percent daraisa when the person is satiated. You ate, you drank. Now you're coming to bench, you're coming to fulfill a mitzvah from the Torah. And he says, Don't run through it because it's very long. Don't do that. Rather, arucha with an eye and organize it properly. Try not to say more than three words at a time. Try not to say more than two, three words at a time when you bench. Because if once you get like five, six, seven, eight words, how could you think what you're saying with so many words at a time? Just say a few words at a time. Put the commas in the right places. Think of the words you're saying. And by the time you finish, you're like, oh, that wasn't long at all. You know why? Because you, you knew what you were saying. You came to appreciate. You thanked Hashem. You just had a, a delicious lunch. So you now you thank Hashem. This is going back to Avram Avinu. Avram Vino, he gave his guests food, and they said, thank you, and he said, well, what are you thanking me for? Well, you just gave us delicious food. You just gave us tongue with mustard. Not just any mustard. The best of the mustard. Whatever it was, whatever the food. Avram Vino said, thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it comes from Hashem. This is olive base, olive base in Yiddishkeit. This is the beginning. Appreciate what Hashem gives us. This is something which obligates a person, the logic obligates the person to show appreciation, to make the bracha properly. He says, if someone does something for you, a little, little act of chesed. It's only appropriate you say thank you to the person. Well, we have to appreciate everything comes from Hashem. So now it's the opportunity to say thank you to Hashem for the food. You know, when children are little, very young, and you tell them, come, let's bench. Says, no, no, I, I, don't, I don't want to bench. No, let's say thank you to Hashem. So you know what time, sometimes they do? Thank you, Hashem. They run out. Okay, you know, a little five-year-old, right? You know, the six-year-old. You start to say thank you to Hashem. I say thank you to Hashem. And they're gone. Right? You see the dust behind them, they ran so fast. If a Vigdan Milzatz, I would say, you know, we learn how to bench sometimes when we're a little child. The problem is, we continue benching like that our whole entire life. We make brachas like that. that that's not what we don't we want to say, thank you to Hashem, run away. That's what. Chazal established a way to connect, to use the right key on your keychain to connect to HaKadosh Baruch says, let's take a step back. Forget about thanking Hashem for what we just enjoyed. Hashem gave us the opportunity to mention His name. We have the opportunity to say shame Hashem. To say HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name. 
That alone, says the Pelioites, is unbelievable. With Hashem's tremendous acts of kindness, he gave us this permission to mention his great honorable name, his awesome, powerful name. Not only that, not only that, but every time we do this properly, we get a check up in Shemaim and we just we just won the lottery. And the reward will be coming sometime down the road. It's a mitzvah. We not only can we make say Hashem's name, it's viewed as a mitzvah. It is a mitzvah. We make a bracha, Hashem says, You just made a bracha. You know what happens now? I open up the faucets in Shemaim and I shower brachas down in the world. Because you made a bracha, I'm giving bracha to the world. And the fortune, the flip side is the same. If we don't make brachas and we just pop the food in our mouth or we don't say the bracha afterwards or we rush through a bracha without appreciation of what a bracha is, you ever try to open that water with the hose outside in your garden and, and after, at the end of a winter, you're trying, trying, trying and it's just, it's just not going. And then finally, like, ah! A little twist and turn. You're so excited. After 20 minutes, it turned a little drop. You feel like you accomplished something, but the water's still not coming out. When people don't make brachas, HaKadosh Baruch says, don't do that, don't do that. I want to give you all, Hashem's our loving Father, I want to give you all the brach in the world, all the good. But if you don't make the brachas down here, the faucets are stuck up there. Therefore, we have to be careful to say every single bracha according to the halacha, which means we have to learn the halachas now. How do you know what to make? My daughter just called me this morning from Eretz Yisrael on a puffed rice type cereal. She says, Abba, one place says to make mezainas, one place says to make hadama. What do I do? 8.37, our time, she called me from Eretz Israel. So, whatever the answer was, is not for now. We had to learn halachas. Mitzvah gareris mitzvah. I know, I know some people that are involved with perhaps selling a piece of real estate. And there's this question, should you sell it? You get the rent. It's always a question, right? You sell, do you keep the rent? The, the, the person in the building, they're paying the rent nicely. Always a question. So they decided they're going to sell. So one of the people they asked advice from, they said, well, what are you do with the money? What, you, the money, you're getting the rent every month now. What do you do with the money now? Why would you want to, why would you want to sell? So you know what the answer is? You reinvest. Correct? You reinvest. That's in the physical world. Mitzvah, you make a brach with proper kavana. You connect to HaKadosh Baruch It brings to more mitzvahs. More brachas. And that's the positive cycle that continues. And you can continue to reinvest. And more reinvestments. Step number one. Make the brachas out loud. I'm not saying to, don't scream them. 
you're in your house, wherever you are. I shouldn't say wherever you are. If you're, if you're middle of a place where it's quiet, you know, don't just start you know, screaming out loud. But seichel, make the brachas out loud. Because when you say it out loud, it arouses more kavana. It arouses more kavana, more concentration. And not only that, you're going to know you made a bracha. You're going to know you made a bracha. You had more kavana, more focus. And not only that, if you might have forgotten but someone else is there, they heard your bracha. They just said amen. And you won't enter into a doubt. Do I make a bracha again? I don't know. Did I? Didn't I? Don't know. What did I do? Did I make a bracha? I don't know. Not only that, when you make a bracha out loud, someone hears your bracha. You give them an opportunity to say amen to a bracha. And the Gemara in brachas tells us that one who answers amen to the bracha is even greater than the one who said the bracha himself. You you got the assist just now. You enabled him. To get an opportunity to do a mitzvah of making a bra- saying amen to the bracha, and you teach others to do the same. People learn from each other, just like we said this morning. We're learning halachas of making a bracha on the sefer Torah. Do you keep it open? Do you close it? Well, some do this, some do that. We learn from each other. When we have an opportunity to make a bracha with proper kavana, proper focus, this we're discussing your achilu shtiya. Imagine a person comes to eat. Eat dinner tonight, eat supper, and you sit down. Of course, you thank the person who did the physical work and th- and made the food. And then, before you put the food in your mouth, you say, okay, what brachas am I making here now? I have three different brachas on my plate. You make one at a time. It's a good idea to make those brachas. Take a little piece of everything right away. This way you know you covered. Did you make a bracha? No, you don't have a question. One at a time. And there are orders of making the food, the brachas on the food. And these are halachas. We have to learn them all. Well, there are orders. They bring more covet to Hashem. Now I have to tell you, I'm looking now at the record. It says 18 minutes and 30 seconds. I didn't plan on going for 18 minutes. I, approximately 5 to 7 minutes. But we just got into it. I mean, I got into it. I hope we all get into it. And appreciate this is every single day we're supposed to be making a hundred brachas a day. You know what it is? You know what a bracha is? It's getting a shot of, of kedusha. Like imagine you go to the, the spiritual doctor, he says, okay, give me that shot. And he puts it in your shoulder, gives you a shot, and you come out and feel powerful. When you make a bracha, you connect to a Kaddish Baruch, there's no greater connection than we can have like connecting to a Kaddish Baruch.